Welcome to our Ellie Mae open house. Instead of examining hardwood floors, closet space, and kitchen layouts, we're taking you on a tour of what's happening across today's mortgage industry. During each episode, we'll hear from industry leaders and subject matter experts to give us an inside look into a hot topic, cutting edge technology, or new trend that can help accelerate your digital journey. Thank you for joining us. Come on in. Hello and welcome to Ellie Mae Open House. My name is Alyssa Grover and I'm a Senior Director for Product Marketing here at Ellie Mae. Joining me today is Rebecca Frisbee and she's a Senior Product Manager for Ellie Mae and is the Lead Product Manager for the initiative to provide eClose support in Encompass. Today we're going to talk about eClose, the mortgage industry, where lenders are today, and what lies ahead for Ellie Mae. Thanks for joining me today, Rebecca. We always seem to have fun in our discussions, so I've been looking forward to this one, and it's also a hot topic right now. Well, certainly, certainly, I'm excited. Um, first, let's before we get started um, in our in the eclose discussion, tell our listeners a little bit about your background in the mortgage industry and how long you've been at Ellie Mae. Oh boy! Um, well, I was kind of born in the mortgage industry. My dad was an appraiser. So I grew up driving around to uh, properties with my dad when he used to do that, when appraisers used to do that. Um, I started in mortgage documents actually right out of high school. Um, I did data entry for a document preparation company while I was going to college. And then um, when I transitioned out of college, I went to work full time. So I worked in all aspects of generating documents back then from data entry. I used to drive around Walnut Creek delivering documents to mortgage companies. Um, and I did customer service, I did implementation, um, and then eventually found myself in the, the R&D side of things where I, was in QA. Um, and so I did a mix of business analysis and QA. Um, I then took a little bit of a break when Ellie Mae acquired the doc prep company that I had worked for, for, oh God, almost 17 years. Um, and was a mom, a full-time mom for about five years. And then, um, I saw through some of my old coworkers that the product manager for, the doc solution at LA May was available. Um, and so I expressed the interest and 30 days later, I was an LA May employee. Um, that was in April of 2013. So I have been with LA May as the product manager of the doc solution for a little over seven years now. And in that time, um, I've worked on other stuff. I've, you know, uh, built the the dock engine, drove adoption, um, did a lot of maintenance. We generate now generate every single document that is um, generated from Encompass. Um, but I've also worked on um, uh, growing the kind of the breadth of the products that we offer, um, and those turned out, turned into being kind of some of the biggest projects that. Um, uh, you know, that we worked on at LA May, um, the first of which was construction. Um, and then I worked on HELOC and that was bringing some flexibility into Encompass and the Doc Solution as well to fully support those products. Um, and in between that, did a little bit of Erla, a little bit of TRID. So I've been working in the space of automating docs my entire career and eClose um, when 
it became apparent that we were going to work on eClose, I really was the natural fit uh, to lead the charge for it. Uh, so what's, what's your passion at Ellie Mae? <laughs> what's my passion? <laughs> I get really passionate about building quality software. Um, I remember one of our UX folks used to have a sticker on her laptop that said, uh, I make software suck less. <laughs> and I really like that. I was trying to find the sticker for myself because I'm really passionate about um, building features and building software that make our customers go, wow, that is so cool. Um, there really is nothing better than taking something from a concept saying, what if we did this and making it what is and building it into the product. Um, I'm really passionate about that. That's great. Thank you for giving mm -hmm. us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. So let's, let's back up to about a year ago. Um, tell me about your interactions with lenders and the, industry, and the industry about closing. I know you had been doing a lot of research and work. Yeah. I mean, people were talking about e-close, but where were they? And were they really pursuing <laughs> it? Where were we pre-COVID, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did, uh, you know, when I, I was put um, on the, as the lead of e-close um, in May of last year, so... I don't know, yeah, almost a year and a half ago. And I immediately, I stayed abreast. Um, I had assisted with some of the research uh, with my predecessor. And so I had stayed abreast with what was happening in the industry, um, but was put officially in charge. And when I did, the first thing that I, that I sought out to do was to talk to customers and to understand what their pain points are um, what I, the reason why I like to talk to customers so much is, you know, there's the problems that customers have identified and they say, this is a problem. Can you fix it? What I like to find is I like to listen to what they say and I identify the problems they don't know they have. And those are, if you can fix those problems, those are the wow moments when you deliver software. Um, I've said for a long time that there's a power in a single click. And if you can save somebody a single click in a process that they do hundreds of times a day, that single click, when it, it compounds, is a huge time savings. And we really, as human beings, get in the habit of doing things over and over and over again. And we don't realize that is something is painful because we do it so often. Mm -hmm. So I really like to look for the pain points people don't realize they have. So, what, so just to expand on that, so adoption, what did you find when you were having those interactions um, with lenders? including customers, um, as far as the close, especially right? around closing. Well, two uh, year ago, right. So we're talking about a year ago, pretty, was it pretty low? Why? People just were, you know, they had, uh, if you look at the, the type of user that, um, is closing loans, they are a very tenacious bunch and they are, um, they, are kind of plow through any obstacle type of people. Um, and they don't talk a lot about 
pain points per se. They just say, I need to get a job done. I only have a certain amount of time to get it done. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it done. The other problem is, you know, when loans are getting closed, nobody, you know, and they're doing it in a timely fashion, nobody's really, if it, it, it fell into, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Um, when I talked to lenders, there was a recurring theme that I heard over and over again, which was, you know, um, I have to deliver documents to the settlement agent. If it doesn't go through, then I've got to, then I, I download it to my desktop and email it. Um, or worst case, I print it out and I either drive it over myself or I overnight it via FedEx. And so it was just this, I got to do whatever it takes to get those documents to settlement. And it wasn't a whole lot of talking about it. It was just doing and getting it done. And so I would say that, um, you know, these are people that don't necessarily complain a whole lot. And so senior management and those that would make the decisions about putting more automated processes in place just didn't know that these were pain points per se, because the people doing the work were just getting their job done. And they were doing it, in many cases, very heroically um, to get these loans closed. Do you think that because of that, um, some that technology just didn't advance maybe as quickly at that time? Yeah, it and I, I think yeah, I think the you know, technology really is not the problem. It's a it's a process problem. The technology is there. It's the adoption of it and the um, the changing of these processes. Uh, that is the challenge, right? You've got, I think the time constraint, you know, anytime there's a, a time constraint put onto something, you're going to, you're going to do whatever it takes to get it done within the time that you have allotted. There's not a lot of time for, oh, the technology isn't working. I need to figure out, you know, I need to figure out how to get this done, period. Um, right. It's a lot so, like that analogy of, of refueling a, 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 you know, an airplane mid-flight. Now let's, let's jump to the present. We're in a pretty different environment today with a pandemic, oh, no combined doubt. unprecedented loan volumes that continue to hit our lenders pretty hard. Where does that put the lender now? You know, now the lenders in a in in a precarious situation, right? They have volumes that they have have many of them haven't ever seen. Um, they're trying to close all these loans. They've had to pivot um, to a fully distributed workforce. On top of the fact where there's limitations, there's social distancing orders and shelter in place that it's making it difficult um, to actually complete and consummate a loan. Um, and so the lenders that have not already adopted some form of e-closing technology are in many respects having to play catch up, 
right? They're having to educate themselves on what e-closing actually means. And many lenders, interestingly, prior to this, really kind of saw e-closing as this kind of existential, we'll, we'll make it there eventually type of concept and had very little idea of the different components involved with it. You know, it's uh, the devil's in the details, right? You have certain documents that is no, there are no problem that um, electronically executing them, but then there's an e-note and how does an e-note work? What about our documents that have to be witnessed? How do you electronically witness a document? So when you start breaking down the components, you have a rather complex set of tasks that need to take place in order to electronically close a loan. And so many lenders have found themselves in a position of, oh gosh, now we need to figure out how to do this electronically. It's all about that borrower experience too now, right? Yeah, I, I, our, our survey that came out recently um, really highlighted the borrower experience as the number one reason. And I personally was, was so happy to, to see that that was a, a, at the forefront of many of our lenders' mind. Um, if, and, and it makes sense if you think about it that, you know, there has been in years past a significant investment made in the procurement of those borrowers. Uh, but what ends up happening towards the end of the transaction and you have a closing that God forbid goes wrong, something goes wrong, the documents are wrong or something happens that that experience for the borrower can break down really quickly and, with the closing, that's the last impression that your borrower is going to have or their last experience with you. You really want to focus on having that last experience be a good one because then they become your advocate and then they become hopefully repeat customers. If they have a bad experience, the whole thing all that work that you've put in from the, you know, getting them to apply and go through the whole process goes out the window if if you if you muck up the close. Right. So is there going back now? I mean, are, will lenders push forward to adopt even more of the whole digital closing capability and ask for more? I you know what I really think so. I I you know, we have the industry has been on a trajectory um, of e-close for uh, at least 20 years. It's been something that's talked about. You've seen lenders over the years. I, I think the term I've heard used was doing a press release e-close where they, you know, did this huge elaborate electronic closing to be able to do a press release. And, and then they went back to business as usual. I think COVID and the shelter in place has really kind of forced adoption of e-close technology. And I really don't think there's going to be any turning back now. I don't right. think so. Yeah. Right. They're not going to go back they're to gonna the They're going to want more. Way. Right. More and more. And, the, you know, they're going to start to see the efficiencies, right? When it works, they're going to say, oh my gosh, this is so much easier than the way I was doing it before. And then, you know, with uh, e-notes, you know, they can, they can uh, sell those, sell those loans and get those loans off their lines so much more quickly so they can originate more business. As soon as they start to see the, the time and money savings of electronic closings, they're going to want, they're going to want more and more. Right. So let's talk about where Ellie Mae is 
um, and the approach that we're taking in supporting eClose. I have to say, I'm so excited about where we're at um, with with electronic closings. Um, we we focused when I first started with LMA. Our huge amount of our focus was on that procurement of the customer, um, with you know acquisitions like Velocify and the focus on Consumer Connect and and really focusing on getting that you know uh, getting that that consumer and, and aiding into that borrower experience. Um, and I personally felt that, you know, the, the way that you close alone and encompass, um, really did leave something to be desired, right. It kind of went into, you know, kind of transition from this, you know, really automated process all the way to this somewhat manual process. And it was, uh, somewhat, it seemed like an afterthought. Um, and now we're focusing on bringing efficiencies into the closing process. Um, I'm excited about um, our integration with Simplifile because really that's going to be a direct means for the lender to work with their settlement agent provider on, on all the those tasks associated with the close. Because again, this is a time-constrained activity. And the more you can get somebody out of having to communicate via phone or e- via email and into Encompass, you know, the quicker things are going to get resolved and you can, and move things along. Um, so yeah, we're, the focus, um, I would say has really been about, um, making the closing process more efficient, um, making delivery of documents and that collaboration with the settlement agent, um, a smoother experience and one that can be done from within Encompass. Great. So I was just going to ask about that as well. Now with the Intercontinental Exchange Acquisition or ICE and Simplify and how it fits into our- It was almost like we planned it, right? Right, right. So (laughs) now we've got Simplify and we'd been working with them. So how does now Simplify fit into that eClose solution and strategy? How does that Uh, kind of work? The opportunity is huge. So our our focus initially was really on settlement agent collaboration um, and bringing, you know, we're, we're delivering documents directly to settlement the settlement agent via Simplifile. But Simplifile does a lot of other things. Like they have a way of checking with the county recorder's office and reporting back a loan's e-eligibility. How cool would that be to be able to show that in, in Encompass? Um, they have fee collaboration. They have all sorts of other features that really are very complementary in, in what happens in Encompass. So there are numerous synergies that we'll be able to take advantage of, um, not only in the sh- with what we're doing in the short term, but also as we start to evolve our eClose solution. I, I, it is very exciting because it just kind of makes. A, a I know work. I'm excited, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm kind of a geek. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so not to get too in the weeds, but you know, at least a high level, how the eClose process will start for lenders um, in Encompass and, you know, where Consumer Connect kind of fits in that too. Sure, sure. So really we, what's been broken up are the two separate um, tasks within uh, with closing a loan. One is 
um, preparing and sending the documents to settlement, and then the other is managing the close. So the the preparation of the documents and the sending to settlement, that's going to really happen and be co-located with the existing means of ordering closing docs and Encompass. It was designed that way so that with the knowledge that it's a similar user that's going to order closing documents for e-closing that would be for a regular paper-based closing. So we wanted to keep the that workflow in the same screens and such where those personas are used to going to. The difference with this new workflow is they'll go through and order the documents like they're used to today, but at the very end, they're taking a look and making sure they have all the signer information, and then they're sending those documents directly to settlement, the settlement agent. It's just a straight, I'm sending to settlement agent. The other half of the tasks are managing the close, meaning you'll be able to see, the user will be able to see the status of all, of all the signers because you can have multiple. Um, uh, they'll be able to communicate directly with settlement within managing the close. They'll be able to schedule exactly when the borrower is, uh, the documents are made available to review and electronically sign some of the documents. So the lender is kind of, it's almost like a cockpit, so to, so to speak, where they're actually managing the close from within Encompass. Consumer Connect... Um, another part that I'm particularly excited about is we're expanding the number of or the, the types of personas that can electronically sign. We have three today, well, technically four, um, borrower, co-borrower, uh, NBO or non-borrowing owner, and loan originator. We're expanding that out to be uh, any Encompass user and what I call non-encompass, non-borrowers. Non so some random person that needs to sign a document somewhere, they'll be able to electronically sign that document. They'll be able to log in to, uh, we're calling it an LE sign portal, and sign those documents. Now the borrower, and back to the consistency of the borrower experience, the borrower will log back into Consumer Connect, and this time they'll have a new set of tasks to review and electronically sign their document. So it's really facilitating that consistent experience from the time of application all the way through to the close. So they don't have to log into multiple portals. They have it from beginning, from, you know, birth to death of the transaction in the same, in the same portal. So it's really, we're taking a very stepping back and looking at the holistic approach, not just yes. we're trying to make sure that we're delivering what customers um, and lenders are needing and wanting. Well, and important too, Alyssa, because while I don't see people doing an about face and, and, and moving away um, from electronic closings, there's a lot of stakeholders that need to buy in. So for the foreseeable future, the decision on whether a loan can, you know, the varying degrees of E alone can be are going to be unique to each loan situation. So how can you address all the the E part if the whole process of an of uh, the whole process of closing a loan is broken? I wouldn't say right. broken, but Right. Could use some improvement. So we also have 
several integration partners. We have a growing list, as a matter of fact, that are providing yes. different types of e-close capability. What does that mean for lenders? It means lender, lenders are really going to be the ultimate decider. Um, they have choice. If, if they want to use our solution, they'll be able to do that. If they have established a relationship with one of our partners, by all means, they can, they can uh, uh, you know, maintain that relationship if they choose to do it. Uh, closing, e-closing is, is, is no different than any other service on uh, the Encompass platform. We're taking the same exact approach. You know, we're leaving it open and doing what we can to facilitate integration with other vendor partners while at the same time building something uh, native into Encompass. That's great. That's part of us being a, a platform company. Yeah, right. definitely. Definitely. So if you were talking to a lender today about eClose, what would you ask them and what would you tell them if they were looking to adopt some eclose capability i i've i've said this before um it, you know crawl before you walk walk before you run um you really as a lenders really need to take a hard look at their processes today and figure out where e-closing can benefit them the most um Lenders really all are all over the board with how they've adopted these technologies and all are unique to each individual's way of doing business. You know, I've had lenders that have started with hybrid, meaning a majority of their documents are signed electronically and then they have the documents that need to be witnessed as papered and then they do that physically with the notary. Um, I've had lenders that have just adopted e-notes um, because they, it was easy for them um, to adopt that technology. And they had, you know, their secondary market investors were accepting it. And it was a really easy process for them to just do the e-note. They do everything else paper. Um, so it's really knowing your operations and where each individual lender is going to get the most bang for their buck on um, an investment in a process change. Great. So um, you, you're, you're very passionate, I can tell, um, about where we're going and what we're doing. What are you most excited about for the future for our eclose direction? Oh, I can't wait till we get to the point where we're like fully electronic closings are that they're not, it's not an e-close, that it's just the way closings are done. That we don't have to put the E in it because it's so common that it's just the close. I know that sounds really simple, but it's really more of the, the execution doesn't matter that, that it's mainstay for documents to be electronically signed. So before we wrap up, I wanted to have some fun and do a few rapid fire questions for you. Okay. That are not related to e-close, just to kind oh, of- Oh gosh, okay. Yeah, have a little fun. Okay, <laughs> what item have you purchased during the pandemic that you'd never thought you'd need besides toilet paper and abundance of paper towels? Um, surgical masks. Yeah. Yeah, I, am I on. the only one that finds it particularly disturbing that hand washing is a revelation to some people? Right. <laughs> right. 
what has I guess been not your, like, no it's I, I think it's kind of disturbing too that's like well it kind of makes sense we're supposed to do that anyway okay <laughs> what has been uh your favorite binge watch you know what I just finished um pole dark that was the one that I just finished and it was so good it was really really good good um, any new I, go ahead <laughs> Well, and I will admit that I had kind of a, a guilty pleasure with the Tiger King scratching my head throughout all that too. Any new favorite games you've been playing with the family? Spending a lot of time at home together. <laughs> Actually, we discovered uh, Jenga. And um, so my my husband and I have three kids um, ranging in age from 17 to 11. So getting us all to agree on um, something to do is quite the feat. And we had one evening where we played, um, Jenga for about three hours and I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. That was a lot of fun. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, finally, what new projects have you started during your quarantine time? Oh, gosh. Time at home. Uh, well, I've, I've done a lot of, uh, baking of bread. I, um, experimented with sourdough that was in the beginning. Um, but I've taken on, um, redoing my backyard. So we put a deck in and now we're in the midst of installing a, um, a gazebo over our deck. Um, because our, our backyard is actually a very pleasant place to be in, um, when it isn't just a pile of dirt. Um, so we're turning our backyard into somewhere we actually want to hang out. Very nice. All right. That wraps up my questions about eClose today and rapid fire. I want to thank you for joining me today, Rebecca, and look forward to continuing to work with you on eClose and our strategy. Yeah, thanks there. for having me. This wraps up this episode of Ellie May Open House in our podcast series. I hope everyone listening is healthy and safe. So bye for now until next time on Ellie May Open House. Bye everybody.